0: You're listening to Joe Radio Live. Positive and motivational content just for you. Do enjoy and share. It's time for your Hit Your Scripture.
1: Alright, today's Hit Your Scripture is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. And it says, And lest I should be exalted above measure, Will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me? I'll read it once again. Remember, this is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord three times, that it might depart from me. And he, God, said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And that was your Hit Your Scripture. Hello once again beautiful people, this is your boy JC Vibes coming at you once again with another positive and motivational word that I hope would really and truly bless your heart and positively impact your life. Thank you for all of your support and your listenership. Remember to share, 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 share. If this and any of the other episodes um, have been a blessing to you, you know, share it and let it be a blessing to someone else. You know, um, any way that you could help somebody, help them. All right. So the title of this uh, message is. Thorn in your flesh, a reminder of why we need God. Thorn in your flesh, a reminder of why we need God. And um, just before I get into it, you know, I would like to say shout out to um, Wisdom, to Reverend J.J., to anika and all of you. Um, beautiful supporters, all of you, you know, listening, liking, and sharing the program, right? And I would also, early in the program, like to extend an invitation. Um, If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would like to invite you to accept Him into your life, give Him your life right now, you know, open your heart to Him and allow Him to come in and do... um, What only he can do, all right? Um, We see what is taking place in the world. We see every day. Things are not getting better, but it's getting worse. But with Jesus in your life, you can handle anything. You can handle anything, all right? And he is coming soon, and we need to be ready. We need to be ready for his coming, Alright, so if you would like to accept Jesus Christ Into your life right now You know, maybe he has been speaking to you Maybe you have been putting it off Maybe, you know, um, you have been ignoring him You know um, Maybe he has been, you know Sending people your way um, Through the TV, through the radio Maybe even physically You know, maybe you're on the road and you know He sent somebody with a little word of encouragement You know And you just keep You know, shrugging him off and that kind of thing Respond positively to the call from God right, and accept him now. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you as sinner. I repent of all of my sins. I ask you to come into my life. Change me and do what only you can do for me in my life. I give you my life. I am all yours from this day forth in Jesus' name. If you said that prayer genuinely, from your heart welcome to the body of christ get a king james version bible and begin to read and study the word of god and god will begin to lead you and direct you um as to what you should do when how if you know that kind of thing all right so let's get into it remember today's message thorn in your flesh a reminder of why we need god and Maybe you have been going through something, um, especially as a believer, right, for a long time, you know, and you're thinking and you're wondering to yourself and maybe you have asked God, Lord, why have I been going through what I've been going through for so long, you know, and you just can't seem to get away from it, you know, right, something in your life that you wish it wasn't there, but it's there. It has been there for years, maybe, and it still is in your life today, right? And a thorn in your flesh, it could be a person, it could be a situation, you know? It could be a person or a situation, right? But one of the things that I have learned is that a thorn in your flesh, and by the way, um, can't pinpoint the scripture right now, but in the, in the New Testament, Paul speaks about a thorn in his flesh, and he never identified what the thorn was, and he said three times he asked God to remove it. And God didn't remove it. And when you look at Paul in the Bible, he did so much. He did so, so much. And one of the things that amazed me and really got my attention is the fact that he did all these things for God. All these great things for God. And he did it all with that thorn in his flesh, whatever the thorn was. And A thorn in your flesh, one of the things it does, it keeps you humble. It keeps you humble. It keeps you in a place of dependency on God. Not on people, but on God. It keeps you in a place where you have no choice but to rely on God. Right? It keeps you from becoming full of pride and arrogant and haughty and all these things. It keeps you hungering and thirsting after God and yearning for God. All these things is what are thorn in your flesh, whatever the thorn may be. All these things is what it does. And so maybe you have been going through something, especially as a believer in Jesus Christ. And you can't understand why you're going through what you're going through. Even though you know you're living for God, you're trying to live right Um, you, you know, you're trying your best to do all that God asks you to do, but yet this thing is still there. You know, whatever it is, person, situation, whatever it may be. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. Don't get frustrated. Don't get fed up because you don't understand why you've been going through what you've been going through. God knows. God knows. Keep your eyes on Jesus, no matter what. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And, and, and this is something that, that, that I have been really trying my best to do because I'm telling you, life can really hit you with some stuff. Life can hit you with some stuff. The enemy sends people and situations to really throw you off and to deter you, and to cause you to fall off the wagon for Jesus. But I want to encourage you to keep your eyes on Jesus. Do not lose your focus at all, at all, at all, because that is what the enemy wants you to do. And so God knows, just like in the case of Paul, God knew why he did not remove the thorn. And he said to Paul that his grace, God's grace, is sufficient for us. His grace is sufficient for us. For when we are weak, then we are strong. For when we are weak, then we are strong. And I'm going to try to see if I can um, quickly find find, um, this scripture, right? When we are weak, then we are strong. All right? But I want to encourage you to hold on. I want to encourage you to go even, um, go even deeper in God. Go even deeper in God. Wherever you are in Christ today, wherever you are in your walk with God, go deeper. Go deeper. We all need to go deeper in God we all the things that is taking place around us in this present day in this present season in these last days that we are living in we need god we need to go deeper we need to go deeper and so i encourage you and i encourage myself to go deeper in the midst of in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our persecutions, in the midst of whatever it is um, we may be going through, your thorn in your flesh, it may be something in your body, it may be something in it, but it is definitely something in your life. It, it it could be a situation. But I am telling you, as long as you keep your eyes on Jesus, you can make it with that thorn in your flesh, whatever that thorn is, with that thing that reminds you of how much you need God and why you need God and why you need to draw closer to God. Every day that you wake up, you wake up with that thorn in your flesh, you wake up with that thing that you wish that was not there, but it still is, with maybe that person that, 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 that you wish wasn't um, in your life. Maybe somebody on your job and, and every day you have to go to this job and you have to interact with this person that you wish you didn't have to interact with. Maybe it could even be someone in, um, in your ministry, in the ministry that you're involved in, in your church. I am telling you, whatever your thorn in your flesh is, you can make it in the name of Jesus. You can make it as long as you keep your eyes on Jesus. You can make it. Remember, his grace is sufficient for you. Your, um, his strength is made perfect in your weakness. There is, if I remember the scripture um, correctly, in John chapter 3 verse 30, I hope I, I, I remember that scripture correctly. It says that, John said that, he, John, God must become greater and he must become less. And that is what is supposed to take place in our lives, where God must become greater in our lives and we must become less. There must be more of God in us and less of us. We must, um, we must allow God to do what he wants to do in our lives. Sometimes we can get in the way of, of God and what he wants to do with us and in us and through us and for us. Because we're not allowing him, we're not giving him room to do what he wants to do. We're not giving him room to work. And so sometimes we can block God and we can block our own blessings and block our own breakthrough and block our own deliverance because we keep getting in the way of what God wants to do in us, with us, through us, and for us. And so as I wrap up, I want to remind you and myself to keep our eyes on Jesus. Because every day we see things that come to shift our focus every single day. And I also want to remind you that this is not our home. This is not our home. This earth that we are living in, this is not our final destination. And so we ought not to live. As if this is our home. When we die, we are not going we don't remain here. From thus we came and to thus we shall return. And our spirit goes back to God. Our soul, based on the life that we live, will either will either spend eternity with God. Or with the enemy. And so this is why. We need God. This is why we need to keep relying on God. This is why we need to live for God. Because everything will perish. This earth will perish. It's in the Bible. This earth will perish. And only what we do for God. What we do for Jesus. Will last. And so I encourage all of us, to love God, serve God. Tell as much people as we can about Jesus and about the love that he has for us. Spread the gospel as much as possible and get the word out that Jesus loves. He loves me, he loves you, he loves the world. And he can save if we allow him to. So until the next one, JC Vibes is gone. Thank you for listening. Remember that thorn in your flesh is a reminder of why you need God and how much you need God. And you can make it and you can do exploits for God. Even with that thorn in your flesh. Take care people.
0: God is awesome. Listen to this testimony.
1: Nasser Siddiqui felt very privileged to have been
2: born into a prosperous and influential Muslim family. As he grew, Nasser quickly decided that financial wealth was the key element to a successful and happy life. By the time he turned 35, Nasser had attained the wealth he so desired. Then, at the peak of his financial success, Nasser was stricken with a very painful disease called shingles.
0: Two doctors came in maybe they thought that I couldn't hear them or didn't understand them they started talking back and forth and one of the things they said was that his immune system is not fighting back his body's not fighting back he's gonna die that came as a shock because these were the people that I had my hope in and my faith in and my trust in but at that point my hope had gone and I was crushed and and I didn't My money didn't mean anything, you know, my strength, my determination, my willpower didn't mean anything. And the only thing left was humility and fear. I didn't know, Karen, what death held for a Muslim, but but I was afraid of it. I cried out in desperation. I just said, God, if you're real, don't let me die. That night, the God of the Christians answered my cry. It was not Mohammed, it was not Allah, it was Jesus and and something happened that night
2: the very next morning the doctors determined the blisters had stopped growing they released him from the hospital with a suitcase full of medications and the grim diagnosis of continued pain and blisters but Nasser knew that he had experienced something divine he needed to know this Jesus so a few days later in his own home Nasser got down on his knees and cried out one more time.
0: I accepted Jesus into my heart and and I got so excited I, I I didn't know what born again means I didn't know any of the Christianese language. All I knew was that this Jesus that had healed me was now in my heart.
2: Just a few days later every one of the blisters and all of the disfigured flesh fell away from Nasser's body. The physical evidence of his miracle increased his desire to know God so he bought a Bible and began to consume the Word. Nasser shared the news of his physical and spiritual transformation with his co-worker and closest friend. Anita was a Christian woman who had been a constant support to Nasser throughout his illness, and she was eager to supply him with materials from Kenneth Hagen and Kenneth Copeland Ministries. As Nasser's knowledge of the Word and his love for the Lord developed, so did his relationship with Anita. Though a previous divorce gave him reason to be cautious, Nasser soon became convinced that God had chosen Anita to be his wife. We had a dream wedding, we went on a two month honeymoon, it was beautiful.
0: When Anita was four and a half months pregnant her hands twisted up like this and her feet twisted up and at first the doctors didn't understand whether it was a stroke or whether it was a brain tumor. She finally became paralyzed from the neck down on the right side of her body and blind. So one minute we were very, very successful and the next minute we lost everything and uh, we started all over again but we continued to keep God first
2: once I had the baby and once I had such a, a difficult birth everything started going downhill it was like you know all of my dreams now all of a sudden came to the reality of a nightmare
0: they diagnosed multiple sclerosis said that she would be a cripple all of her life we had to hang on to the Word of God that Anita would come out of this when the situation looked impossible I would always remember how much more impossible was a Muslim about to go to hell. And Jesus came, and if Jesus would come for a dying Muslim, now I'm serving the Lord. My wife is serving the Lord. He's blessed us with a child. Would he not be faithful?
2: Nasser used their limited funds to purchase a continuous play tape recorder and every healing tape by Kenneth Hagen. Anita listened day and night and as she remained constant in her faith the attacks on her body began to diminish and within two and a half years every trace of multiple sclerosis had disappeared from her body
0: you know when you think about what god has done for us the fact that i'm even alive is a major blessing and anita is healed
2: nasser and anita's family is complete with three wonderful boys matthew his younger brother josiah and Nasser's oldest son, Aaron. Upon graduating from Ramah Bible Training Center in 1997, Nasser and Anita founded Wisdom Ministries based in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nasser maintains a full schedule conducting seminars on the biblical principles of economics and excellence. And recently, the Lord has blessed Wisdom Ministries with a new building for its headquarters.
0: When we were successful in business, we had the cars, we had the homes, We had the building, we had the business, we lost it all, trusted in God, never doubted that God would not restore, and now He's given us the home, He's given us the cars, He's given us the building, and I love what I do, just teaching the Word and serving Him. It's more, He's more than faithful. I mean, God is good. And if we won't let go of him he won't let go of us he's faithful